So, welcome. Here we go. What are we talk about today, Joy? Oh, fishing. Fishing. We're always going to talk fishing. And fisheries. And fisheries. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't want to shit on fisheries, but guys, get your shit together. We did. No, we did. We, we shat did. on them. What we else we talk them. about? We uh, tried to make up our own jokes. We get a couple of stories in from the punters. A couple of yarns from off the uh, Gmail. Yep. And um, and food. And food. Talked how much? a bit of food. We're food fans. How what much steak we can we? eat. How much meat you can put in your mouth. And I think there's a bit of a story <laughs> about a, how I got my dog put down might, might make you laugh. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really come together, no, does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't, yeah. Bit of a, song, a, bit, a, bit really of a story one. about my dog when it got killed. <laughs> but it's funny. It's good for a listen. <laughs> Jesus, Taz. Come on, bud. <laughs> All right. Done. Here we go. Let's go. Into it. Just All right, mate, we've got to do an intro here, so uh, if you fuck it up, this is what's going to happen. One right? take Tony, that's right. what they call him, one take Tony, ask hey his there. wife. Hey there, this is Taz. And I'm Joy, and you've stumbled across the Pub Ammo Podcast. The Pub Ammo Podcast is an escape from the everyday grind all you hard-working sloggers encounter. It doesn't matter, With a bit of facts and a knowledge anyway. and a shitload, oh, you might have to Google it. All we got you covered. Oh, so if you like up. pub stories, yeah. folklore, plus getting out fishing, hunting, just having an all-round go, we've got the podcast for you. Plus we're selecting some interesting guests to yarn with that'll fill your ear hole. So if you listen to Yarns with Az and Taz or the Taz Yarns podcast, you'll know what to expect. But if you're a virgin like me, hit that subscribe (laughs) button on your podcast app and bloody well hold Hold on. on. See that? We put pressure on ourselves. We fucked this up like five times, but we got it now. It sounds good. It's confidence. Look at that. If you say something wrong with confidence, yeah, no one notices. That's right. No one has a fucking clue. They're still listening. Story of my life. They're still listening. I like fishing and pub ammo. I hate the fisheries at the moment. Pub ammo. Welcome back to the pub ammo podcast. Hey, going. <laughs> Welcome back to the cluster fuck that is our fisheries department. My God. Oh, oh Jesus. So for those of you at home who don't know, we're mad keen fishermen. If you haven't listened to the rest of our fucking podcasts, and if you haven't, listen to it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But anyway, I was out last week. Went out, had a crack. Well, we went out, didn't we? Yep. Saturday, went out. Bit dirty. Couldn't really find much clean water. Got a few fish. Some big GTs. <sighs> that was GTs. a horse of a GT, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so I hate look- those bastards. I don't know. Yeah, I think I put it up on our pub MO. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, right so yeah, okay. The horse, yeah, it was not 25 kilo. Oh, it had to be easy, easy. We don't weigh shit. No, we don't weigh it. Yeah, if you don't weigh it, don't say it, but it was a big fish, man. <laughs> it took two of us to get it in. <laughs> it was a monster. And for those of you that go out and chase GTs, yeah, good for Good on ya. They blew, but we hate them. Yeah. We absolutely hate them. They're vermin. Oh, we, pretty much because when you're fishing the bottom out there, it's just – they're 50% of your catch. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Tea leaves, golden trevallies. Just the bludges. And those bludges. Oh, and, the big, and then every now and then you hook a GT like we did the other day. And yeah. it's just backbreaking. <laughs> it's backbreaking. I and under- heartbreaking. <laughs> and heartbreaking, yeah, because you think you've caught Moby Dick. Yeah. And then that thing pops up. And yeah. it's like, and, and I get it. Like, they're a great fighting fish. I know why people go out and chuck big poppers and stick baits for them and all that sort of stuff. But, oh. But they, and they sort of. They can sort of fight like a red emperor. Yeah, they so do. So you do have that hope that it could That's be right. a red emperor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're thinking you see that it's moving a bit too much around in the water, yep. but 
Most then, of the time from the depth, they don't really swim around a lot until they get near the surface. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, unless you're, you're top water fishing for them mm. and then they go absolutely nuts and they're yeah. a pain in the ass to catch. But but on the um, on the Thursday, I went out way wide and um, yeah, absolutely cracking day. Mm. Caught some smashing good trout, seen some huge jobbies, couldn't land one and got two real good Spanish mackerel because I thought that the Spanish mackerel change had already come in, evidently. Fucking well hasn't, has we just, it? We just found out. We just found out. <laughs> 23rd of July this year. July 23 it comes in. You sons of fucking bitches. They banged on about it so much last year and there was about eight different dates that got floated around mm. and in, in typical government fashion it was clear as fucking mud. Even if you go on their site now? It's still clear as mud. It's so hard to find any like. Just make it fucking layman-ish. Just, I know you got to make it so the lawyers don't get come back on you with the lawyers oh, and all this sort of shit. Fuck's like, sakes. Have like a layman's one and then the lawyer's one if you want to fuck around. I'm just dirty because I could have bought six of the bastards home. <laughs> there was that many of them swimming around out there. Wouldn't have been a drama. I got the first two in about seven minutes flat. <laughs> fuck me. It's, they just, oh, you'd still, yeah. You'd still be out there looking for a second shot. I'd still be out there looking for a second shot. That's exactly right. I wouldn't have come back. Far out. It's just a – anyway. Anywho. So actually, they can go down as cunt of the week. Yeah, that's the cunt of the week. That is the cunt of the week. And their apps. Fisheries. And they Sort your shit out. They try to be like – they get on Instagram and they try to like interact a bit. Which yeah. I, I, don't, I don't I don't mind. mind. Yeah, no, no, when it's they, the when way forward. When interacting and stuff, it's the way forward and stuff, but – have you seen the one of the latest one of William Powerfish where he just fucking tells the fisheries that he's an absolute grub on his boat? No. Nah. And he's like, oh, let me um, see your life jackets, that. And he goes, no, let me see yours. <laughs> <laughs> he's a hard case dude, that dude, eh? And he goes, because at the bottom of the thing, this nearly landed me in jail. Because <laughs> 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 he goes, he goes to him. Pulls up beside him in that big boat and he goes, oh, can I see your life jackets? And he goes, jump on and have a look if you want. I'm not showing you them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, I can't really board of only me on board. He goes, well, you're fucked then, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, no, you have to show me. Uh, by law, you have to show me. And he goes, by law, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> did he? Did he? I'm going to have to check that out. That's too good. <laughs> and he goes, you're just a fucking grub. <laughs> when you fuck off, you grub. <laughs> <laughs> Does he? Yeah. Does he just full still feeds it to him? Yeah. Oh, that's too good. That's too good. Look, I don't mind. Look, I don't mind the fish, but it's the old kiss principle. Mm. Keep it simple, stupid. stupid. We're fishermen. We're yeah. not the sharpest tools in the shed. Mm. And none of us profess to be. Just make it fucking easy. It's it's like they, they try, want to just keep changing it so they can trick you and say, Oh, it is. Ah, and that's it. Oh, I got you, yeah. motherfucker. You know, just make and it easy. Like, you should read up on your laws before that's you go. Right. Like, and we're not fucking lawyers. Yeah, you know. And, the way he's right it. We, we all do our best to make sure that all the safety gear on our boat's up to date. Boats are in, in good nick and that sort of thing and seaworthy and blah, blah, blah. Like there's so many. It's just and red tape. To, and stick to fucking quotas. And stick to quotas. We try stay to out stick of the green to quotas zones, and then, then you go sort of change stuff. them and then say that they're not effective until now. Just and make it easy. Because they, the, they brought the season in. So when I thought they brought the season closures in, I thought, well, that's when they, that's they when brought it kicked in off. the fucking that's exactly right. um, limits yeah. as well. Yep. And everyone up here has probably thought the fucking same. Well, everyone I spoke to did. Yeah. Shit, I mean, I even got a, a printout from our local BCF here. Yeah. And they said, here's all the information about the closures. 
And it actually said, end of the financial. Was, you know, we had those two closures yep. and then it was going to, uh, sorry, end of the year. And then that was it. It was, it was two, two per boat, one mm. per person, two per boat maximum. But as it turns out, it's July now. Yeah. July 2023. You know, it just, that's that type of stuff. If they're going to play the social media game, Instagram, all that sort of thing, great. Because that's what, that's what the world revolves around these days. And they've got to get on board with that sort of stuff. Mm. You know, everyone is and that's the way to go. But just make it easy. If you're going to change a bag limit, just write the bag limit and the date. That's yep. all you have to fucking put down. End of story. I reckon if you um, got a few people in and said, what's the boat limit of amount of fish you're allowed to have in the boat? No one would know. No. No. And even if you'd start naming like reds, silvers. No. Limits? Bugger all. I couldn't tell you. You know, I can tell you trout and Spaniards yeah, and, and, that's and a case. couple. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Those and ones that we regularly frequent and that sort of stuff. I but think it's five or seven. Four. I think it might be five Which fish? silvers. Oh, was it? Okay, per yeah. Per person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's oh. reds? Three, isn't it? Per person. Well, this this is what we don't know. Do you want we, we'll we'll do some Googling. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to fucking get this out. I know that I know the trout are seven. Seven at thirty eight centimetres for trout. Yep. The Spaniards, so we've just fucking discovered, is six per boat at seventy five centimetre minimum. Yeah. As of July this year, it will then change to Two per boat at a 75 centimetre minimum. Because they used to have um, the Red Emperor were 45 centimetres. Yeah, now it's 55. Now eh? 50, they went up 10 centimetres. Like it's a big, big jump. It's a big jump. But they're a pretty yeah. slow-growing fish, aren't they, the Red Emperor? Yeah. I don't think they grow real quick. So limit of five per species. <sighs> With the Reds? Yeah. Yeah, okay, all right. So That's the Emperor species? Yep. Yeah, yeah, okay. It actually doesn't say, yeah, it says Red Throat Emperor, Long Nose Long Nose, It doesn't actually sort of say Red Emperor. Oh, does it? There's no Red Emperor on there. Really? I thought in Red the Emperors. Emperor, I had it in my head Red Emperor with three. Red Throat Emperors, Long Nose and Spangled. Red Throat Emperor, Long Nose and Spangled. True story. Yeah. And there's there, nothing else there. There's sure. no Red Emperor. Must be. You're just not fucking reading right. No. No, there's not. <laughs> 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 it must, and then I was looking at his owned fish and it's not. So then the snapper. See what I mean? It's that type of shit. Yeah. It just drives you up the wall, doesn't it? It really does. It's painful. We're all reading here, so we're yeah, 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 yeah. going to bore the fuck out. The <laughs> They're probably thinking, what are these fuckheads doing? Yeah, Sorry, so we're just pissed off. Go on there just and have a look off. at all the, the amount of bullshit that you can miss out on. Because um, I can't even find like silvers. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And this is, the, this is the thing. Keep it simple. If you're going to have a, you know, fisheries, I believe fisheries have got an app. Have you got the app? Have you downloaded the fisheries app? I, I haven't. I have. I think I oh, have. Yeah. But yeah. you never look at it. Actually, I downloaded all of them because I was going to, I was looking how the apps go and then I was going to try and make a, one that make a better, made a better app for all the fisheries. Oh, look, it wouldn't be hard. Oh, you know I, what I mean? I, I'm sure we're not the only people around well, the country, not just Queensland, but around this, the country this was my, that have these conversations. This was my app idea because I'm fucking... I'll never get it off the ground, but people, the way people fisheries should be managed is by um, data. Yeah. Actual real life data that yep. real, like me and you, how much we catch. Yep. And the only way you can do that is everyone has to report, record their record data. It. So you go at the reef, everyone nearly takes a photo of every fucking fish they catch anyway. Yeah, that's exactly like, right. Look at this. It's not hard. It's not hold hard. Hold it forward more. Hold yeah, it yeah, forward. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've got a user-friendly app where you can pull a fish out of the yep. water, you can chuck it on the tape, you can pick your phone up and go, 
blue spot trout, 56 <laughs> centimetres, bang. Wait, the way in. I look at it is you pick up, turn the app on, puts it on, it actually measures the fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it knows the species. Yep. And then it's just got you in the picture and you're, you've signed into the app. Yep. And then it keeps an, it keeps account of how much is in the esky. That's right. A lot of people might catch and like, fuck, how many we got? Yep. And then sometimes be much you might more, have to throw some overboard if you fucking caught too many. It'd be much know. it'd be much more accurate. And I know there'll be a lot of people sitting out there that'll listen to this and they'll go, oh, I'm not fucking doing that. You know what I mean? But as fishermen that use the reef or just anywhere around the coast of Australia, we've got to protect our asset because yeah. it's everyone's asset. Yeah. And if you leave it up to government organisations, and, oh, I'm not shitting on fisheries, I'm not shitting on anyone, I'm just simply pointing out that if we leave it up to – um, a government organisation who realistically spends a vast majority of their time in an office or a lab or something like that, they're not out on the water, then we get decisions like this with the Spaniards. Yeah. Okay? I'm not against it. I'm not for it. I'm just simply saying that the amount of information that they may have might not be as accurate as what it would be if we all contributed. And uh, in saying that with the Spanish, I actually um, asked a comment in the story when they said they're bringing up uh, the – Change the, the species limit. number down. Yeah, and I said, "When will this um, be re-looked over and and reassessed?" They mm. said, 13 years." True story. That's going to hurt the uh, the the commercial guys, yeah. eh? Because I know they dropped their their quota, their, their quota for, yeah. from three hundred thirty thousand ton to one hundred sixty five. Mm. That's halved. No, That's three hundred ton to one hundred sixty ton. Oh, was it? Something yeah, like something they, like they halved it. They yeah. halved it. You know what I mean? And that's. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. If you're if you're a Spanish mackerel fisherman, that'll hurt you. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. There'll be a lot there to probably looking and hanging up their boots. Well, I, suppose I had to you'd talk say. to Ben Murray not a while a while back, and he said I went and bought a twenty thousand dollar license for this, and now they've cut half my quota. Yeah, that's right. He goes, they don't. What are they going to do with like? They and can't sell there, me license. They can't want it. Yeah, that's exactly right. And there was li- very little consultation from what I heard too. Yeah. You know, not long back, I spoke to a, a young lady from fisheries that was down the wharf and she wasn't really doing inspections. She was just taking numbers, seeing what people caught. And that's all well and good. I've got no issue with that. You know what I mean? I showed her what we had and knocked yourself out. And I was having a chat to her to it and she was talking about how slow they grow and the migratory, migratory, migratory patterns and all that sort of stuff. Cool. No worries. You want to change it? Okay. Fair enough. But then on the same hand, she's also telling me that, you know, the fisheries department here has to cover from friggin' Cardwell all the way to Cooktown. Mm. So when, you, when you're that short on manpower, maybe <laughs> you should start asking fishos for help. Yeah. Asking fishos for info. Put out a good app that everyone's happy to use. Mm. And if you're doing the right thing, you've got no issue using an app. Yeah, because the way I said with that app is you record it and it all, all, your, all your numbers have to be done before you motor. Back to wherever you, the ramp. Yep. If you end up at the ramp and your app's not up, uploaded, then you get a fine or whatever. Or something if, like that. Something like that if, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. if they catch out. Yep. But that's the way, the way it should be done. Then everyone uploads their data and then there's yep. no lying or bullshit because the data's there. That, and make exactly. the data fucking there. That yep. day, this is how many fish were caught out, out there. Publicly that available. Publicly available. Bit of transparency there's, about it. That no government problem. doesn't like no. transparency, <laughs> my man. <laughs> We have to be transparent. Those motherfuckers don't. Have you seen what's going on? I've been, I've been keeping an eye on, and I don't really follow politics, this whole robo-debt thing where they, they sent out all these bills to people that were on Centrelink telling them that they were overpaid. But as the story goes, they were working out people's incomes just on averages. They're just chucking some for 
fucking averages around. So people were copping $7,000 bills for absolutely nothing. People necked themselves. Yeah. There was a number of people that committed suicide over it. Fuck. So now they're, they're having this big inquisition, whatever the fuck Inquest, they call them. Yeah. Inquest, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're putting all these senators and whoever is in charge of it, your mate ScoMo was up there, and they're asking them all these questions. Now, there's fucking emails and documentation about the whole thing. So many people were like, no, you can't do this. This is wrong. This is illegal. This is that. This is it. But they still went ahead and did it anyway, yeah. you know. I've never seen so many people from one government entity that have amnesia. <laughs> oh, I don't recall. <laughs> I don't recall. I don't recall. They're sitting, one of the, 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 the lawyer that's grilling them, he's showing them the email that they fucking wrote and signed. Yeah. And this dickhead's sitting there going, oh, I don't recall that. Yeah. It's like, on paper. And that's the thing. Politicians. You wanker. Can't. You, they can lie, lie straight in bed. <laughs> <laughs> but then they can get away with it because, mm. you know, that's part of the job to lie, you know, coerce. Oh, throw one prick in jail at least. <laughs> For the love of God. <laughs> but anyway. Enough yep. of fishing. What enough else is of, enough of fucking politics? Enough of politics. No, oh, we I'm never were, enough of fishing, but yeah, enough we of politics. Went out, um, yeah, we went out looking for a wave, but took the boys out and <sighs> there wasn't a wave. Nah, you missed it by about 48 hours. Mm. We went out on the Saturday. I went out on the Thursday and there was a definite swell on the Thursday. There yep. just was. You know what I mean? It, it, it was rolling and, you know, you could, you were feeling yourself drop down in the troughs. I said that to you. I was like, <laughs> ah, I think you might miss it. Anyway, the, doesn't matter. The thing is, I've been watching the tides and every time I get to go out there, the tides, high tide middle of the day. This weekend, yeah. high tide middle of the fucking day. Yep. Is it like Tony needs to go out in a low tide? Let's just put the tide in the middle yeah, of the fucking day. Yeah. Because the waves sort of only break well out there on a lower tide. And that, um, uh, what was I going to say, the, the water clarity too, all that fresh water's finally <laughs> made it out there. I eh? got it was filthy. <laughs> Imagine the sitting in that water wheel in, you know, on wattle back a Going 100 metres deep, you're sitting there dangling your feet. Mate, <laughs> that, was, that was filthy, wasn't we it? We were sitting on the on the reef, fishing the back of the reef, and we just seen this green water just come just from, from, the, out. from the west. Yep. And it just pushed straight through us. Within 10 minutes, it went from 20 metres cl- uh, clarity. Clean, good viz. To Rubbish. Two. Yep. And then we drop drop Joy in on this <laughs> where we usually spear and he goes, Don't even put Don't your mask on. Getting in the water. <laughs> it was, it was shit house. Yeah. Like it's as bad as I've ever seen it in that spot. And that this is forty mile out. Yeah, that's right. This isn't beside the coast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we pushed out even further again to try and yeah. find some clean water. And what, we had about probably 20 minutes of clean water. And it, <laughs> we, it actually happened again, didn't yeah. it? You could just see it coming through. We swam straight through it. Yeah. And the viz went from probably, I don't know, 20, 20 probably 30 actually. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty nice. good viz when we first hit the water. It was that purpley coloured yeah. water. That's when yeah. you know you got clean water, eh? Yeah, it was beautiful. And it's purple. Yeah, it was. It was lovely. It's a good <laughs> reef out there. But again, what, that's probably 45, 50 mile, 50 mile <laughs> out, out to sea. Like yeah. a fair way off, sure. Mm. But worth the trip because that's the reef I was out at on, on the Thursday and the fish life was incredible. Mm. We'll put some up on the um, Instagram yeah. of the, the, some of the footage that I got. Yeah. It was shit hot. Mm. Jobbies, Spaniards, bait everywhere, just walls of bait. Yeah, I think when we so, got out there that day, it was um, pretty much the bottom of the uh, bottom of the tide. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, everything was dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it had just, it had just died off and it, everything was just milling around, you know. But we'll, I just find with, with those trout, you just need a bit of run and you they do. all seem to come out and just Yeah, they sit do. Out. They'll just sit there and look yeah. at you. <laughs> like I said, I've got some real good footage there of, of one, one like, say, probably 15 seconds of footage that we'll post up. And there was four or five good trout, a heap of bait. Mm. 
This big Spaniard just swims through. I didn't even see him. I was too busy looking at the trout. Didn't even see him until I looked on the GoPro footage. And um, it was just, it was alive. Not mm. much run, but yeah. we, we caught, you know, the best part of 20-odd fish mm. and we only covered 300 metres yeah. of reef. They were just all balled up on the on the pressure point on the yeah. on the on the side of the reef. It was amazing. One of the better days I've had in a long time, actually. Mm. You know, so we'll have to start poking around out there and where the what where the where the big predators swim and that sort of stuff because it's it's worth it. And you see a lot of these guys, um, you know, Zach Schmid down down uh, yeah. with Sundays Townsville Townsville. Townsville. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they, they're pushing out a long way to find clean yeah. water, eh? They really are. They're always in clean water, but they're pushing a long way. To oh, get it. absolutely. Once you go past forty mile anywhere, you're going to get clean water. Yeah, but you got to remember down there too. The inshore, like the closest reef out of Townsville, I think is about seventy k's. Mm. What's it's that? Forty five miles. Three hours to the closest reef. That's unreal. You need a big boat for that too. Mm. You know That's what I mean? Yeah, get caught. Townsville always seems to have a little bit better weather than us, like ocean wise. Yeah. Yep. Cairns is always worse than us. It's like the further north you, north you get, the little bit more windy it gets. Oh, that's right. And then you get up to Cooktown and it just blows its ring <laughs> out. Wind, windiest part of Australia. Almost. Almost. Up there with Geraldton. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, man. Uh, there's a place in between uh, Jero and Perth called Lancelin. Yeah. And, mate, <laughs> that, I, I, I don't know if it's the windiest part of Australia on I the think, coast, think, but it's got to be close. I think Geraldton got... It's the second windiest city in the world or town in the world? Well, well Lancelin would only be an hour and a half south of Jero, yeah. I reckon. Thereabouts. It's four hours to Jero from Perth and Lancelin's yeah. about two, so it's probably mm. right in the middle. But that's where they actually go. It's a really cool spot because you've got these huge big sand dunes that run along the coast. And then there's this kind of sandstone reef, uh, maybe oh, from memory, three, 400 metres offshore. Yep. But in behind that reef... It's kind of only a metre deep. It's like a lagoon, but the lagoon runs the kilometres down the coast. And that's where most of the um, world records for speed with your uh, sailboards yep. and uh, what are they called? Parasurfing, para, 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 yep. uh, whatever they call it. With the sailboards. Uh, no, 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 sailboards and where they kite use the surfing. parachute. Kite surfing, that's yep. the one. Fuck, that was. <laughs> um, that's where most of the world records have been set. Yep. Because the outer edge of this sandy wall stops all the swell, so it's yep. flat. But you got 50 you knots wind. pinging across it. <laughs> and um, we went up there a couple of times and just sat there on the beach and just watched these sailboarders and, and kite surfers go past. And I'm talking like speed where you'd probably break something if you come off. <laughs> it was incredible. It was just they're just skipping like a stone across the surface of the water. Like it's it's enough to make you want to try it. My balls aren't that big. <laughs> I was like, nah. <laughs> I've got a story about that part of the world. You might know the name of the t- – Area, there's like a beach that has a heap of shacks on it. Uh, this is like a city of tin shacks on the beach or on some islands. No, it's on, it's on like you, you got a park and then it's just rolling sand dunes and all these shacks are on it. People yeah. in West Australia know it, but I can't remember the name of the place. Okay, and it's fucking weird. Well, there's like, plenty of weird spots like in WA. Proper fucking weirdos live there. Yeah, 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 yeah. We pulled up there. This is we're on a fucking family holiday. Me. Wife, um, Asher was only like four, Remy was one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're walking through this like shanty town shack, like <laughs> favela style, Brazilian favela style. <laughs> it must be where all these um, people just go to live, but they don't go to hide. That's where people hide go to hide. Or, or, or also, but this one fellow, we're walking, walking along there and he keeps, see if you can Google the name of the place. It's probably about an hour or two north of Perth. It's probably Lancelin. It would be. It's just a, 
it's not even a tent. It's, it's like everyone just built everything. It's just shacks. Yeah, it'll, it'll, be the lands, it'll be the lands. There's no yeah. roads, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll be it. And we, we were going walking all through there and this follower come out and goes, hey, he's going. <laughs> and we were like, good. And, and he goes, oh, I see he's looking around. You, you want to come have a look in my shack? And it, this thing, like the follower was a fucking weirdo looking thing. And I'm like, no, no, I'm about to say no, nah, mate. And Mrs. is like, yeah, okay, we'll go in. <laughs> and I just look like, you fucking Shut serious? the fuck up. And then I fucking, we walk in the door and she sends me in first behind him. Yeah. And then we're walking in and this, this fucking shack just kept going and going and going. It was like 100 metres long, it felt like. Just tin on top of tin. full of fucking paraphernalia shit everywhere. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like a hoarder. Yeah, but yeah. like. Like just stuff like he's collected over the years and probably off the bench. And he's like telling us all the stuff. Yeah, this is that and that. And I'm and Mrs. goes when she, when she walked in the door and the door shut behind her, she just went, "Oh no, what have I done?" Because <laughs> I'm just like flabbergasted. Like you fucking for real? We're going we're going in here. Like no, <laughs> probably lucky you didn't get skinned. <laughs> so we got all the way in there, and I'm just wait looking around for like shit I can donk this cunt with if he turns out with a gun or something. <laughs> Did you have the kids with you? Or the kids yeah, the kids were with really? us too. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's, it's a real smart mum moment, this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even ask her, like, fucking bring her in. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, then I was like, all right, mate, I, I, we need to go. And he's like, no, you can stay. And I'm like, this cunt's going to fucking do something very shortly. <laughs> like, all right, kids, let's go. And started pushing them out the door. And and when we got out, Kate goes, oh, I'm really sorry, I fucked up. As soon as I closed the door, I had this feeling go over me like Anxiety. we're going to get murdered. <laughs> and I'm like, well, fucking don't do that. And shut the fuck up. <laughs> I said no, and then you're like, yes. <laughs> and then the joys like, of holiday. Just took off in a camper van. <laughs> I tell you what, I lived over there for five, five years, I think it was, I was over there for. And... um. They're a bit strange, them folks over there. I made some good mates. In the end, I made some good mates. But I'll tell you what, that first 12 months, it took me a bit to find my feet. And then a fair few of the boys I actually became mates with were actually from the East Coast anyway. Yeah. But them sand gropers over there, they're, they're, some of them a bit different, wired a bit I've, differently. I've heard that actually. Yeah, they are. They are. I've- I've um I actually listened to a lot of podcasts from over there and yeah. I actually enjoy a lot of the podcasts from over there. But they're all sort of interlinked. <laughs> yeah. It's a small town. It's like a it's, big oh, town, small town. It's just a big country town. Yeah. It is. It's a big country town. It's a they're beautiful all, town. They're if pretty much all mates with each other. All these Yeah, they kind of are. It's, it's a bizarre kind of a, a vibe over there. It's a very different vibe to the yeah. East Coast. I've heard um, people say, like, people work in the mines with and they're like, where are you from? Where? And they said they just don't get the elk. Cock and ass jokes and stuff. No, like that. absolutely not. The humor is completely different. <laughs> a little bit the humor is completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I found that too. And it wasn't until, like I said, I actually made a couple of good mates over there and then started to meet people that were the same age, same demographic, same kind of mindset. You know what I mean? Um, but it's a beautiful part of the world. Mm. Oh, shit, it's a beautiful part of the world. Yeah. You know what Especially, I mean? Like, I like Perth South. Oh yeah, fucking nice. Yeah, it's there. amazing. From Frio down the coast, mm. and then and then and heading, Albany. yeah, all the way down to Albany, even mm. Esperance and that sort of stuff. Um, Margaret River area, Dunsborough. There is, if you ever get to WA, man, there's a little town just south of uh, Margaret River called Augusta. Yep. Right, and it is from memory. I think it's there's a cape just near there called Cape Lewin, and it's actually the southernmost point of um, Australia of yep. the mainland Australia. 
Everyone thinks it's Victoria's and southern, but but Australia's kind of kicked yeah, kick off the to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the west coast is actually lower than the east coast. But there is a bakery in Augusta, my man. Oh, my <laughs> God. Me and my old man, and he loved the meat pie, we would dead set wake up at like four o'clock in the morning on a Sunday when we had a Sunday off, and we'd drive four hours fucking south <laughs> to get a feed of meat pies, man. We'd get there at eight when they opened. We'd probably eat three or four pies and he didn't mind a feed either. Like this dude could put some food away, eh? And then we'd buy a box of like 12. I used to get this. They used to do this venison and red wine pie and it was exquisite, absolutely exquisite. And, and, the, and the, the bakery kind of backs onto this almost like a cliff or a hill that goes straight down to the southern Indian Ocean. And it blows a gale and it's kind of cool and, and very, you know, wintry in, in, in its feel. And But the most amazing pies, I reckon, almost in Australia. I've, like, not, I'm, I've never been to every bakery in Australia, yeah. obviously, but by fuck, they were good. I'm, the, I'm like a pie connoisseur. Oh, I love a good pie, bro. <laughs> I love a good pie. What's your favourite pie? Oh, just mushroom, I'm guessing. Oh, true, yeah? yeah. Okay, then. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind a mushy pie. I'm not a fan of mushies. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Mush- Mine is oh, – I, I haven't had a better one than that. Mm. I haven't. Oh, locally, I don't even know if they're open anymore. The they, Binder? No, the Marillion Bakery. Is it open? Oh, look, guys, down the Marillion Bakery, when I first moved down here, because my kids go to Marillion School, when I first moved down here, that was a cracking good bakery. It really was. Mm. I'm not sure what's going on the last two years. Mm. Just, guys, if you're listening down the Marillion Bakery, come on. I think they're, Pick it they, up. they're shut on the weekends too. I Do they? You can't. I, I think can't. that, well, I drove past not long ago and that, it was all, I thought they were getting renovated because it was mm. all shut up and yeah. unfortunately. So I don't know. If, uh, yeah. Are they I'm not open, sure. I don't know. I'll have a look tomorrow when I drop yeah, the kids to school. On the weekends I go past it's not open. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's closed. But Binder's still going. I think it's got new owners. Mm. I think the Binder got sold not long back, but they're still cracking along and they do a good pie. There's a pie in from, I don't know if they were getting sold at the Durrell Roadhouse and then now the um, the Indians have taken it over and now it's just shit. Mm, like they, they just don't understand... No. Indians like to take over every fucking servo and just turn it into like, I think we know how to cook Australian food. Yeah, it's don't. Like, nah, just don't, don't do it. Try it. No, don't do it. If you're going to take over, fucking just cook your curries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I that. love it. Oh, I love a good curry yeah. there. Butter chicken. Like oh. Curry to a piss head. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, Lamb Rogan Josh is probably my favourite. Joe Rogan Josh. Joe Rogan Josh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, can't go past a good pie. Yeah. And I tell you what, I'm a bit of a fan of a of a um, what are those long donuts, jam and cream donuts, oh, the yeah. long ones. Oh, tell you what, you I've been like sucking the cream out. Yeah, absolutely, I lick it <laughs> from one end to the other. I've been hanging out to get to that Kenilworth Bakery because they do one that's like a kilo. Yeah, a kilo jam and cream donuts—the biggest yeah. one in the country—and it's like a challenge. I think you got to try and finish. I'll finish it. I'll finish oh. it, bud. Don't worry about that. You don't get, you don't get sweet sick. Yeah, of course. Too much sweet yeah, absolutely. Shit. I'll be sick. I'll be sick as a fucking dog after eating that. But re- it's perseverance, bro. Yeah. It's perseverance. <laughs> I, I, I'm a. I'm been known. I'm known to be able to eat a lot of steak. Have you? Yeah. So I, back to WA. I um, went with some cousins a while back, and oh, this is a good while back. And there was a, a South African barbecue house over there. For the life of me, I can't remember what it's called, but they had a, a steak challenge, and, and the the prize was your Got to eat there for a year for free or something like that. It was it was it was a big price, uh, but the steak. I think from memory it was either like a seventy six or a ninety six ounce steak. 
which works out to about two kg yeah. worth of steak. <laughs> but from memory, we had to order it the night before. Yeah, you ring them and you put an order in because they chuck it on the on the coals, like it. Ten o'clock in the morning, and they turn it into rubber, so you can't eat the. Cow. No, no, it was. Look, I tell you what, of all the steaks I've had in my life, it's very rare that you can reheat a steak the next day and it's good. Yeah, it was still good. Yeah, it was outstanding, and they don't bullshit you. Like, well, what was that Outback Jacks or whatever? Yeah. They used to give you like a kilo of potatoes and a yeah, kilo yeah. of cold slaw to eat yeah, too. The whole lot, mate. This was just a chunk of meat that came out on a breadboard with a yeah. carving knife and a fucking barbecue fork. My <laughs> like, mouth is watering. Oh, but. <laughs> And they put it on at like, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning yep. over the coals, slow cook it all day for you, and then they just chuck it on the grill and finish it the way that you want it yeah, when you get there, it. when you arrive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, when you arrive. And then um, and, and it's just this little side salad. And if you finish it, yeah, you, you, I think you've got your name on a board and you've got a yep. shirt. And, and, and I have it in my head that you used to get be able to eat for free. This is 15-odd years yeah. ago. I can't remember now. But it was about 80 bucks back then. It was yeah. 90 bucks. It wasn't cheap. You know, for back then, probably be 180 <laughs> now. Um, but, mate, I'll tell you what, I haven't had the meat sweats yeah. like that in such a long time, <laughs> like it was. And I'm going to run with this one. Oh, oh, here we go. Okay. So, anyway, um, with a cousin, we were, we were heading back to, to my place because I picked him up on the way through. And we were getting back towards his place because it was about a 40-minute drive, you know, and my guts was churning, eh? Like, I got through a fair bit. I reckon I had... Half a kilo left, you know, and we're getting close to his place. And I said, bud, I'm, I'm going to have to wreck your toilet, eh? Because oh, I'm just like, it's, shit's going pear-shaped right now. It's just going to custard. He's like, oh, yeah. He goes, oh, I think, think Jamie, my cousin, has got some friends over. I was like, you're kidding, <laughs> really? I pull up, there's about six cars out the front, all her girly mates and that sort of stuff. And he, he's like, do you want to, do I said, just get the fuck out. Get out. Get out of the car. Fucking first gear. Off down the highway. Well, I flogged it. Like I was doing 140 all the way home. And I turned into my street, man, at a million miles an hour. And I was prairie dog. And I'd been prairie dogging for about six Ks, eh? And I pulled up in the street. And as I opened the door, just couldn't stop. Just couldn't fucking stop. It started. It began. And I walked. I was living with my sister at the time. And I, I fucking come walking through the door like a three-year-old with that <laughs> shitty nappy walk. And she's like, would you shit yourself? <laughs> Shut up. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> into, into the toilets. The jocks went down. I think the jocks went down the toilet, actually, to be honest. I had shit from asshole to breakfast time. <laughs> straight to the shower, that oh, one. Oh, straight to the shower, man. <laughs> I thought about getting the gurney out, to be honest. It was a shit show. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't mind a good piece of red meat. I'll tell yeah. you what, there's nothing wrong with that. I had one where I went to like a steakhouse in Cairns, I think it's called the something bar. Water bull, bar. Bull Water bar. bar. No, bull bar. Oh, bull bar. Yeah, the one in the middle of town a bit. It's closed down now. Oh, I is it? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of in an alleyway a bit. Yep. And... um. <sighs> Went in there and I said, oh, can I get the kilo steak? And the lady goes, you? So Ooh, like kilo steak. And I'm threw like, the gauntlet down. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, me, bitch. <laughs> Straight up, I'm like, in my head, let's see how we go, bitch. <laughs> I want two of them. <laughs> so they brought it out. It was the shittest piece of steak they've ever, like, had. was just full, like, had like a Sinew centimetre and... gristle line yeah. through the fucking centre of it. Yeah. And I'm like, you fucking dirty bastards. I'm yeah, like, all right. It's a stitch and, they, up. and they give like a kilo of fucking potato uh, um, chips. Yep. And it's always the and, spuds. But, yeah. And she's all, she's like, oh, 
like, you're going to finish this? And I'm like, yeah. And then I fucking, I'm like, in my head, that's it. Just smashed the whole fucking lot. And then when she came back out to to get my plate and she sort of seen that I was full, I was leaning over getting chips off my sister's plate. <laughs> just to make a point. <laughs> yeah. Just to make a point. If you if you get the chance, I'll even look after your kids for you, bud. Um, CC's. Up at uh, that Crystal Brook, Bailey's Crystal Brook. Yeah. There's a steakhouse, Swanky. It actually yeah, just yeah. won some award for like best restaurant in Australia or some shit. Yeah. I don't know which organisation that was through. Um, and they've got like all these dry aged rump yeah. steaks from their station out west of here, out yeah. Chilligo Way. I've been to the um, one along the front. Is that the one along the front? No, 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 no. no. That's, got, is, that's got dry aged stuff in the fridge Yeah, there yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is, uh, I can't remember what street. But that's but the green block. one. The green one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the green one. Yeah. And um, they've got these big fridges with T-bones and ribeyes and tomahawks and yep. all that sort of stuff. And all dry aged, 30, 60, 90 days, even 120 days. Yep. An amazing drinks list too. Like an amazing shit hot drinks list. Yep. If you like your rums, have a look at what they got. So that's Doritos, did you say? CC's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, yeah, big, big. Big food fan, eh? Oh, I just love my steak. Yeah. I could eat steak every night. I'm a big fan of lamb. I can smash some lamb. And the sword. <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and the sausage. <laughs> and the sausage. Hey, uh, so we got some emails. Yeah. Do you want to read them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to try, try, <laughs> try and do my best here because – I'm not but the best readerer. Sometimes the multi sneaks out. All, me I, all I, I see is this person doesn't want a, their name to be named. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I'm so tempted to drop it, but I won't. That's just not how these podcastery things work. No. All right. But uh, yeah, I got this one in, and it's uh, it's titled "Experience Counts." So uh, I'm going to run with this because it's it's good for a fucking giggle. <laughs> it starts off with, uh, "Hey boys, it's uh, Daisy the Dingo Slayer here. Of a bit of a story for you." This one time a while back, I was in Townsville about a year after leaving school, on the piss at the Criterion Hotel when I ran into a bloke I went to school with. We were both 18 at the time. He was a good dude and we hung around the same circles, but I wouldn't say we were best of mates. Weren't real tight, you know. Anyway, we pulled up a pew and decided to sink a few skewies. About an hour into the conversation and catching up on shit, a couple of girls came over and asked to sit down. <laughs> old, mate and I, old mate and I looked at each other. Yeah. Why not? Hit the fast forward button, drinks, dance, taxi home. So I take I take one to my room, old mate takes one to the spare room. Bullshit. I didn't actually have a spare room. It was probably more of a cum, more of a cum stained comforter thrown on the lounge room floor. <laughs> anyway, carnal knowledge was had and uh, I couldn't help but notice that my lass had funny moving norks as I thrust in the missionary. One titty would go up around in circles and one titty would bounce straight up and down. It was fucking hypnotic, but I couldn't focus. <laughs> Turns out she had a set of Ma Michael Boltons and uh, one had gone hard, the one operating on the vertical axis. <laughs> anyway, old mate must have finished a, a little bit quicker than I did and, and just as I was reaching takeoff, his girl walks in and says... Hey, Mum, hurry up. We really need to get home before Dad does. <laughs> what the actual fuck? <laughs> Daisy. <laughs> Only in fucking Townsville. Only in Townsville. Hey, legend. Legend. I'll tell you what. We need to get a voice recording of that. I think we do. Maybe we should start getting them. To, yeah, you know what? From now on, folks, if you're going to send them in, send a voice. How do you do it? I don't know. Yeah, you just go to your um, 
your voice memos on your phone. Yeah. And just give it a crack. Even write it down in your notes, what you're about to say. Yeah, read yeah, it and read the it. Thing. Oh, the problem is then the voices are known, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do it, do it with yeah, the, like it. your hand inside your Adam's apple or something. Hand inside your way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nice one. Oh, we've all had we've all had good nights out in, in Townsville though. <laughs> She's a good town to go to. And then leave. And then leave. And then leave. <laughs> Brownsville. Brownsville. <laughs> but, uh, well, but mind you, though, Brownsville's getting more rain than we are these yeah. days. She's not so fucking brown anymore. There was another one on there too, eh? Oh, was there? Yeah. I didn't even fucking um, look. Let me. This one. Let me see. Oh, you got it? And, oh, oh, something Knocking stuff over. That's it there if you want to read that one out. Yeah, right, eh? All right. Who's it from? Oh, look. <laughs> it's titled Shitmates. Oh, we've all got those. I'm sitting across from one right fucking now, to be honest. Ah, okay, anyway, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. All right. <laughs> I knew a bloke and he'd done his absolute nut over this chick. She was a sort, blonde, pretty face, tidy as fuck body. You'd almost use her shit for toothpaste. <laughs> Anyway, after dating for a while, they broke, broke up. Bloke was devastated. He was walking around like someone had shot his dog. It was fucking sad. Bloke had a reputation of a bit of a ladies' man, and to be honest, it was fucking pitiful seeing him walk around <laughs> like a miserable cunt. So me and a few mates decided to jump in the car, head to his house, pick him up, and just get the sad sack out of the fucking house. All was going well. We were cruising through town, trying to spark his interest in a few tidy sorts that were strolling down the street. And he wasn't really interested, just occasionally grunting. Next minute, we see this absolute sort. She was walking away from us wearing heels and a, and a black dress that just made her ass pop. Legs were long and her calves were the perfect mix of athletic and ladylike. Like a B-grade netballer. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like a fucking slow-mo Pantene shampoo ad. She didn't walk, she floated and the breeze blew her perfect hair, which glistened in the sun. Sorry, boys, had to stop and have a wank. I was getting myself hard there. <laughs> anyway, I say to Blake, Oi, check this one out. And like a pack of rabid dogs, we're all sitting up in the car and for the first time that day, the bloke sits up. And he's like, yeah, boys, she's fucking hot. Boys, she might be the one to get me over the X. Boys, I'd tear that ass up, he reckons. <laughs> then as we drove past, we were all looking out the car. Blonde was in, the bloke was in front passenger seat and the world went silent. Four guys in the car all speechless and the bloke is looking like he could open the door and walk into a traffic. Turns out Dream Girl was the ex that just broke up. (laughs) 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 Poor cunt. (laughs) But the the absolute pain the rest of us went through to hold back from losing our shit. Now the bloke wears glasses, drinks tequila and beers, likes spearfishing and is trying his hand at podcasting with his banana farm and mate, yeah, fucker, I'll get you, you cunt. I will well, fucking get you. I'll tell you person. what, though, I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. No, I'm not, I'm not going to do it to him. I'm not going to do it to him. Because I feel like I might get a couple of good, a few more good stories out of that asshole. But <laughs> asshole, no more stories about me, you prick. <laughs> pick some other sad sack. We've got plenty of sad sack mates. It's not like we're short of them. So pick somebody else. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but it's true. No, it's true. I was devastated. I was devastated. 
And then your mates point out your fucking ex. I'm like, you dog motherfuckers. <laughs> I talk about kicking a bloke when he's down. They literally came round to pick me up to kick me while I was down. <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, with mates like that, who needs enemies? No. Who needs fucking enemies? <laughs> Uh, so I've, I've, I don't have got any um, what do you call it, real men and real real grubs at the moment. I've got another segment I like to call my thoughts. Oh, <laughs> here we go. I was thinking because I was thinking I listened to uh, listened to a uh, podcast called Kill Tony. Yeah, it's where they get just people out of the crowd. They got to get up and do one minute. Yep, of their. Of any jokes, whatever, and they're usually just fucking shit, shit and jokes. hopeless. But that kill tone, that Tony Hinchcliffe just nails them and just makes them makes them look like fucking idiots. Yeah, it's pretty good to listen to. And I thought, fucking, what would I like if I had, could get up and do one minute? What would you just do and say? And I was just thinking of like premises and stuff like that, or what what you could talk about for one minute. <laughs> but it's, it's got to be like a comedian style, like yeah, 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 yeah. style yeah. minute. So I thought of like my thoughts this one. Um, you know, like noodles. When two you, minutes? Or, where, when you got two minute ramen, noodles. Like, no, when, when you got two about? minute noodles yeah. and then verse dry age rump steak. I compare that to, you know, when a, an ugly chick dies, everyone goes, oh, poor thing. But when a hot one lies, <laughs> dies, they're like, oh, such a waste. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but I didn't uh, say it. Right. I was like, you no. know, when you get noodles and you half eat it and yeah. you throw it out, and you chuck it out. You do, and then when you get half half a porterhouse and you can't fill put any more, but you just don't you want to throw it out. You manage to make it work, and you just like, and then you have to throw it out, and then you're like, it's such a waste. It is such a waste. It's so good looking and sexy. It's such a waste. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then you get that, in- that could be like a premise for a joke. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can run with that. You can run with that. <laughs> and I just thought of the other one, like. Um, I'm as excited as a North Queensland person when they see dust. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to see dust until about November. (laughs) Because I I actually seen some last week. Where? Driving past the the racetrack in town and they must be doing – because it was last Thursday when it was fine and they do a – what do you call it? The track? Track work. And they, they must do something to turn the du- turn it over and clean it all up. Oh, and yeah, yeah, dust yeah, coming right up. I'm like, oh, look at that. There's dust. dust. I've seen dust for fucking ages. Months. <laughs> Months. Yeah, so I thought that. And um, this is the other one. If the queen turned 100, does she write a letter to herself congratulating herself? <laughs> <laughs> she never made it. No. Stiff shit. <laughs> if now it's the king. She was too busy bailing her pedo kid out. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't sweat? <laughs> Who doesn't sweat? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, don't even get me started on the royal family. Oh, that'll turn into a real shit show, that will. <laughs> well, how bad's a royal family when they interbreed to keep the line running? It's like I know. It's, you're not fucking breeding fucking pit bulls here, mate. But, but dead, dead set, though, what the fuck was Mark all thinking? Going into that family and thinking that she wasn't going to get persecuted because of the colour of her skin? <laughs> Like of all the fucking families on the face of the planet that have persecuted more creeds, <laughs> colours and cultures around the fucking world and she thought she was just going to waltz in the door and they'd be like, ah, <laughs> the help is here. 
Here she is. She was on Suits. <laughs> yeah, I think she's a like lawyer. fucking hell. <laughs> we can't say anything. She was on Suits. She's a lawyer. That family's killed more than Hitler. <laughs> Turn it up. Have I ever, you ever seen that show Suits? Never watched it. It's not a bad show, actually. Do yeah, okay. Watch from the first, Zach, first one is pretty good. How old, mate? He's got like, a, he can read really quick and. Yeah, he's fucking autistic or something. Yeah, isn't something he? like that. But yeah. he, um, and so he, he, he lied to get into the bar and all this sort of shit. And he ended up being one of the best lawyers, but he's actually not a lawyer, sort of. Thing. Oh, is that the premise of the, yeah, the series, is it? Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, then. And that's the lad who married Megan in the show. Ah, all right. Yeah. I might check that out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't so, realise that was the project. I just thought it was another lawyer show. I didn't realise yeah. that was the premise of it all. Yeah, so they just spend the whole time trying to hide him from because <laughs> then they all get disbarred if they get found out. Ah. Yeah, so it's all, all like that, the whole oh, show well, like that. What's, in, what's Suits on? Netflix? Stan, what's yeah. it on? Do you know? Netflix, I think it is. Netflix, is it? Yeah. <laughs> might, have to, might have to suss that out. But the only thing is with like they, they pass them, they're like, oh, look what just come across my desk today and they, they pass it to them. And it's like a thousand word uh, sheet document, and they open it and go, oh, "How's that going to work?" It's like, "How the fuck did you read all that?" And like, <laughs> and every time they pass it, they just open the one page and go, "They'll never get this by me." <laughs> it's like you haven't even seen the. Fu- I haven't read it yet. You fucking. You fucking. <laughs> hey, I've got a I've got a couple of real men one for you, and I reckon. You'll, you'll relate to this one in a big way. A real man, okay, won't finish your job. He'll start, he'll start fucking hundreds of them. <laughs> he'll start three more. He'll start three more. <laughs> Before Something else will one. pop up. Something else will pop up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, I'll knock that over. Only take me half a day. Does anything you tackle take half a day? <laughs> no. Never. <laughs> does it? No. It never does. That's I serviced my car the other day and fucking found some shit that I had to play with. Mm. Oh, another one of those fucking nuts that you can only yeah. get like a, a, <laughs> a sixteenth of a turn on <laughs> each time. I shit you not. Took me about 40 minutes to do this fucking nut up. And I, it was already half undone. It was only half undone. It wasn't even undone all the way. <laughs> oh, I tell you what. I was about to tip petrol on it and burn yeah. the fucking thing. <laughs> but I have that many jobs around my house started that yeah. I just – I don't even know where the fuck to start now. Yeah, I think I'm the same, but um, I've I've actually set apart and now I'm like, no more new things, and yeah. now I've got to catch up on all the things I've half That's started. That's where I'm at now. Yeah, because I've 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 fucking put myself in this big hole where oh, I've got couldn't shit agree everywhere. More, couldn't agree more. And it almost gets to the point sometimes you get down about it a little bit. It feels a little bit insurmountable. <laughs> You're just looking around. Like I walk through my shed at the moment. And I'm like, what the. fuck? Fuck, he's going on in this place. <laughs> it looks fucking, like World War Three. I got a twenty thousand dollar fucking troop he didn't there pulled apart. <laughs> <laughs> and Don't even know where the parts are. I was servicing a, a reel the other week. Oh, the other week, two months ago. I was servicing a reel about two months ago, and then I just. Started another fucking job. <laughs> so I just left it in there in, in the bowl and the, I don't, the parts aren't even there anymore. There's parts <laughs> missing. I think my kids picked them up and fucked off with them. So I just chucked it in the bin. <laughs> I just chucked the whole lot in the bin yesterday. I was like, ah, oh, fuck that. It's going in the bin. <laughs> the only good thing about those um, real things is you go on YouTube. Oh, YouTube, bud. There's, there's a, some yep. Asian dude that will sit down and 100%. show you exactly how to step by every step. reel. That's a, and you know what? I use YouTube for everything. Yeah. There is absolutely nothing you can't find on the YouTube. No. It's awesome. Like, it really is. Yeah. It's probably one of the best learning tools that y- you can chuck out there mm. for anything and fucking everything. 
There's a, I think there was a show on telly where this follow just gets stuck somewhere and he's only got his phone and he has to like YouTube how to make a fire, YouTube how to do this. YouTube oh, really? That, and he doesn't know how to make do any of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just got to use YouTube to yep. actually do yeah, it Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is, but it is, you can learn anything on there. I'm sure yeah. you can learn how to do fucking open heart surgery on YouTube. <laughs> it's incredible. It. It's incredible. <laughs> it is just the best. Because I tell you what, I dig holes that I just can't. Yeah, your YouTube, how to get out of a hole. <laughs> <laughs> How to fill in a hole. Yeah. <laughs> ah. You, uh, you're going to go out in the water this week or what? It looks good. It looks this, pretty good. This Saturday and Sunday looks good. It looks northwesterly on Saturday. So <sighs> is it northerly, is it? So northwesterly is probably the worst wind you can get for it is. being on the water. Yeah, for those years that, that, that don't yeah. fish or don't get out on the water, we don't particularly like, well, uh, line fishing. Yeah. If you're line fishing. You can still spear. You can still spear. The fish are there, but for whatever reason... If anyone knows, email it through to us, thepubammo at gmail. Why the fuck do the fish go off the chew in a northerly? Mm. I've never found out. No one's ever given me a solid answer. But if you're in the water ramming spears through them, it's not that bad. They're still there. The thing is, when you go down one or two metres from the surface, there's no... No impact. Impact. There's no wave action. And on our reef, like when you get out in the swell, is it different? Possibly, yeah. When you're inside the reef, there's no fucking difference. No, that's what I reckon too. I don't know if it holds the tide up a bit. It might hold Possibly. the tide up or, you know, like just change the tide a little like bit. Like I said, I've asked plenty of people. If there's anyone at fisheries or Bureau of Meteorology no, well, that can tell us what, fisheries aren't going to tell us fuck all. Fucking fisheries. But yeah, if, anyone, if anyone's got any info, any inside knowledge on why that is, Ryan, if you listen, Mr. Moody, if you know, fucking throw us an email and tell us fucking why because I tell you what, it's almost not worth going. We're lucky we get in the water, so it's not that bad. Hey. You know, we did a trip not long back with your mate Cody. Mm. And that was northerly most of the day. And we to, still did real well. I was actually thinking of him just before. We might get him in for a chat. He's actually invented a thing that cuffs a, handcuffs a crab. Yeah. He showed me a photo, a little a little video of yeah. it working. And it's on um, Insta. You go on Instagram, type in Crab King. Yeah. Type in that. And it'll come straight up. Uh, you see blue and purple, uh, pink and I can't remember. Pink yeah, yeah, yeah. And blue yeah. like logo, and um, it's fucking like it's basically a straight jacket for a mud crab. Yeah, isn't it? and I, BCF put a thing up yesterday saying well, this is how you tie a crab. This fella took fucked around for two minutes. Mm. Then Cody's mate, I've actually seen it. Yeah, he can tie it up in under ten seconds. Really? Mm. Yeah, right. A whole crab. Let's get that out there. Yeah. I'm petrified of crabs, eh? Muddy scares <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> Going back to I've our old mate, Will and Powerfish. Yeah, <laughs> I've been tagged a couple of times by muddies and fuck, they're strong, aren't they? And even when that nipper snaps off, it's oh, still, it's still on holding. <laughs> it's still holding. You need a pry bar or a pallet jack yeah. to get the bars that open. The thing with crabs are you just got to give them, give them an escape. So if they nipper you, you just got to hold your finger out and let them dangle. And then they're like, okay, I'll let go here because I've got an escape. But if you hold them on there and they're like, well, fuck, I'm going to hold on sort of thing. If you give every- – Look, the last one that got me, he didn't want an escape. <laughs> he was not looking for a way out. That motherfucker chose violence <laughs> and he stuck to his guns. He stuck to his fucking guns. He took, he took a pair of fishing pliers and just smashed his snipper to shit <laughs> to get him off my finger. So I find them intimidating and I watch yeah. some people with their string and they tie them up and, you know, all ridgy-didge and, yeah. you know, those proies, they're amazing. Oh, even the people that 
don't even undo the thing on top of the pot and shake them out. They put their arm inside the pot nah. through Mm-mm. the mouth and pull them out that way. Mm-mm. I'm like, fuck. No, nah. you just not me. for it. Not me. <laughs> oh, well, let's chuck Cody's oh. thing up online. Yeah, let's let's promote will. it. Let's get it out there. Crab King. Crab King. Yeah, nice one. Yeah. Nice one. So, yeah, check them out. Uh, sponsor, he's going to give us fuck all. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm happy to just accept the wristy. Yeah, that'll do, Cody. You know. And he's got little hands, so <laughs> it won't be that bad. It won't be that bad. Yeah, nice fun. So I got uh, – I was thinking of a story that happened to me a few years ago and it was – it's a really sad story but a really like – now I look back on it and I'm like, fuck, it's actually – could be a really good story you would tell as a comedian or something like that yeah. as a joke. Um, me best mate, me dog, fucking – I had to put down because it – had uh, back issues. Yep. And yeah, he was like, yeah, I mean, I named him Rash. He was like the best dog I ever had. You know, what sort of dog? What sort of dog? He was a uh, M staff. M staff, yeah, okay. Just a bigger version of the one I got. Yep. And um, he, like, you know, when you have that sort of connection yeah. with a dog, like, yep. you only yep. get them one every 10 or 20 yeah, dogs. Yeah, you do, 100%. Sort of thing, and yep. you, they just look at them. You can actually just do shit with your eyes yeah. and make them, they understand. I lost my dog like that last year or the year before, I think it was. Yep. Same, same. Yep. And it's fucking devastating. Yeah, it is, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, so I went, he went through a lot of shit with me, too. Like, I had, like, marriage breakdown, all that sort of yeah. stuff. So we got to, went through all that together. So he was the thing that sort of held me together through all that. And um, I took him to the vet to get put down because he had a bad back issue. And I think he actually might have got hit by a fucking courier van that come to visit. Mm. That was just the width of the, because I got him. Um, X-ray. X-ray and yeah. the, the, the fractures were like a tire width apart sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we went in to get him put down and the vet was putting the needle in his arm to the green ear because she said, oh, we'll just do it in the back of the car. He's happy here. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He laid down. I was patting him while she's putting him to sleep. And um, she put it in and I was on the other side of the car. So she was on one side of the car back seat mm. on that door and I was on the other side and sort of patting him from behind and – Talking to him and yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, as you do. And when she put it in, she fucking squirt, um, pushed really hard and it popped out and squirted me right in the mouth and up in my face. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. It sp- like went straight in my mouth, up my face, and I'm just like, fuck. And she's like, oh, did that get you? And I'm like, am I going to die? And she's like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, are you serious? So I'm like, Tuh! And you never shit. normally spit too. No. <laughs> <laughs> so this fucking saddest moment of my life, Nelly. And this fucking she sprayed me across the face with fucking the green dream. You're kidding. <laughs> and I'm like, am I gonna die? And then when she said, I don't know, I'm like That's even worse. Fuck. Am I gonna die? <laughs> fucking hell. Dead set. And she goes, just, just don't swallow. Um, spit out what's it? Get some water and just wipe my face down with water and shit. And I'm like, fuck, holy shit balls. <laughs> yeah, that's. But I don't know if that would, if it went on you, like, you'd have to be oh, in your veins oh, to I kill suppose, you. And you'd probably need a. But she, amount. she was like, did that get you? Like real? Yeah, serious. when, yeah, <laughs> when she shits the bed and then says, no, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> that's the fucking worst. Oh, it's it's the worst when you lose a dog like that because mm. I've had I've had two now that really stick out in my memory. But one of them I got when I was single, 
It was just me. It was just me and my dog. Went everywhere together, did everything together. And I, I did the right thing and trained him within an inch of his life. He was such a well-behaved dog. Yeah. Like I could walk – I brought him back from Perth with me and I could walk the Esplanade of Cairns at peak hour, 5.30 yep. in the afternoon with him completely off lead. Yeah. And he'd be right beside my leg. He'd stop for a piss and I'd keep walking and he'd just catch up. And he'd walk straight past other dogs. Yeah. Completely ignore him. No drama at all. But then my dog that I lost last year, Thelma. I love picking shit names for dogs. <laughs> so my last couple of dogs have been Thelma, Beryl, Doug, Louise. And Bloke. <laughs> I had Louise. That's where Thelma and Louise, I had both of them. I bought two sisters. They, they drove off a Thelma cliff together. Thelma and Louise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had to choose because I Brad couldn't keep Pitt. them both. So I kept Thelma. Um, it, so Tooch, the big Mastiff, he was the best dog I ever trained. Thelma, best dog I never had to train. Mm. I never trained her. Yep. You know when you talk about dogs, they, they just know yeah. their role. They just know what they're supposed to do, what they're not supposed to do. That was her. Yep. She just slipped in and from a pup, never put a foot wrong, that dog. And they're the ones that stick in your head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're the ones that stick in your head. I actually uh, wrote a song about Rash, so I might put it on at the end of this. Do it. The country, because I've never, I never sung country in my life. Oh, and really? Because I, I always sit back thinking, oh, country would be fucking easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fucking hard to sing country, eh? Only, With a bit of a twang. I've only just gotten into the country music. Yeah, everyone's sort of, of country years, in eh? the past couple of years has really taken off. But it has, eh? Yeah. There's some good artists out there. Yeah, even fucking, um, you got Luke Combs and that. But then, Luke Combs, yeah. yeah Mick O'Moon, I like him. Then you got the Aussie version of Luke Combs is Brad Cox. Brad Cox, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. I actually know him a little bit. He's a fucking cool dude. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna get he him loves his fishing and shit yeah. too, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll get him on here one day. Yeah, for sure. And if you listen to his songs, he sounds he's this Aussie version of fucking um, Luke Combs. I yeah, reckon. right. Yeah, yeah. There's some good ones. I like that Walker Hayes too. Yep, he's not bad. There's a few. There's a few real good ones. But it's taken. And I've played the guitar for a fair while now, and a lot of those country songs are probably easy to play, mm. hard to sing. Yeah, that's the thing. It's fucking hard to sing country because it you, is. Yeah. Tonation has to be perfect. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. They do, <laughs> they do. There's nowhere to hide. No, 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 no. And it's hard to do a good twang. It, no, yeah, twang. Yeah, for one, that's right. But it's also hard to do uh, a unique cover of a country song where you make it your own. Yeah, and it still sounds good because <laughs> you can't really. You, you can't. You can't just, take you can't. off country because they're like you're going to get compared very quickly. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of other genres out yeah. there. Where you listen to – like over the years, I've heard covers that are better than the original. Yeah. And, and you think, That's my main thing. I love, I love making heavy metal songs into acoustic songs. I reckon they're oh, the best. Oh, yeah? They fucking sound the best. There's, there's been numerous covers over the, the years that I've heard and that uh, John Mayer, he does one of that Free Fallen. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mate, dude's a weapon. Yeah. He's Dude's really an good. absolute weapon, eh? Yeah. You know, and I've tried to learn a few of his songs and I'm like, I like yeah. that. <laughs> I think um, Nothing Compares is a good one by, oh, I can't remember the fucking name of the band. It was right there and I was going out there, a Canadian band. I'm pretty yeah. Sure. Speed, not Speed. Triple J, like a version. Yeah. They've done some good ones over the years. Actually, at, um, I was seeing the other day a girl I named Greta Stanley. She was on, did the like a version. Oh, true. A couple of months ago. Yeah, yeah, right, eh? Yeah. She, she actually done a couple of songs with me in the past. Yeah, so. right. She yeah. from up here. Yeah, she's from Innisfail, yeah. Is she? Hmm. There's a few good museos up North Queensland. Yeah. You know, and up the Tablelands as well. There's been a few country singers come out of the Tablelands. Yeah. 
that have been all right over the years. We'll have to start chucking some uh, song tunes we like up on the Instabook. Check them out. Yeah. Because so I can think of a few, actually. I can think of a few real Well, I listen ones. to some podcasts and actually play songs just off Spotify. Some songs they like, they're like, listen to this one, and they play it. Well, true. <laughs> oh, I think people would rather listen to us. Yeah. Instead of, own shit. instead of a multi-award winning <laughs> artist. <laughs> you can have that. You can have that. What time we got? I reckon we're there. Yeah, we're about an hour in, bro. About an hour in. Yep, so I've got to go to work. I don't want to go to work. and work. I've got a night shift tonight. <sighs> I just can't be fingered. How come every night this week it's just been, it's probably doing, yeah, it's blowing it a gale. I've been watching the plants it, out the window. It's and it's also fucking pissing down again. Didn't rain all day today. Is it? Yeah, is it raining again? Yeah, it's raining. Look. Shit, I think I left down. the window down in my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look like you pitched your seat. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think I did actually. Oh, well, fuck. It is what it is. It's far north Queensland. But I reckon we would have had 100 mils each night. Oh, Easy. it's been hammering. Fucking hammering. I drove the home. The were flooded this morning. Mate, our front yard this morning, oh, I had an acre of water mm. in our front yard. It runs off pretty quick. Yeah. And like, far, that's the thing about it. So you can get 100 mils, 200 mils overnight and yeah. then by... Lunchtime, you don't even know it rains. I know. You hear the numbers <laughs> that they get down south. Like you know, 80 mils. Oh, we've had 80 mils. It's flooding. <laughs> what the fuck? Really? <laughs> we'll get 80 mils in 10 minutes. <laughs> like, come on. You know what I mean? But they also get dust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're well, true. We don't get no dust. We don't get no dust. They get more shit weather down there than we are up here at the moment. Hey. Like, it's wet. But I think when you add it up, I think we've only just cracked a metre for the year, mm. which is not a lot. No. By our standards, <laughs> by our standards. If they cop that in Brisbane or Sydney, we'll fuck the whole <laughs> the whole city. would be gone. We'd be floating out to sea. It'd be like uh, what's that? What the uh, the city of Atlantis? Well, what they said the <clears throat> the in Tully, the gumboot. I think it's like eight or nine meters tall. Mm. That's how much rain they've the record they've had in, the, in one year. Is that why they made yeah. the gumboot that high? That high oh, yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. True story. <laughs> is that why? But I can't remember how high it is. I think it's eight or nine. Well, meters. Fucking looks it. It's pretty high. Yeah. It'd be up around a phone pole in height, mm. a power pole, I should yeah. say. Really? Yeah. The way they did it, that they've had that much rain in a fucking year. Yeah, that's incredible. Mm. And like Babinda's, that's what I said. Tully's got the golden gun boot. Babinda got the golden umbrella, whatever. They, they're trying to yeah. beat. They always f- bit fight each other. Yeah, I said, "What are we? The, the golden town. cock? We're in between the other, like the gum boots." <laughs> Nothing wrong <laughs> with, with a golden cock. Nothing wrong with a bit of golden cock, bro. <laughs> All right, done deal. All right. Folks, thank you. Talk soon. Cheers. Laters. All right. Thanks again for listening. If you want to send in a uh, voice memo, go in your voice memos on your phone. Do the little um, click on voice memos. Go to town on that voice memo. If you fuck it up, you can do it again. And then send it into thepubemo at Gmail or send it into the Instagram. Um, You can actually do it on there. You can actually record a message on the Gmail as well. So go that way as well. But... Here's one for all the people that have lost a dog. Um, like I said, Rashi was my best mate and I lost him. So when we spoke about it in the in this episode, here's the song. Take it away. Turu. Thanks for listening. I picked him up. First day past weekend Hardly walked that day because the wheat pigs he ate He laid his head on my lap and I thought that was just great That's when I knew right then we became best mates 
said, my son, what are we gonna call him, Asha? And with the slip of the tongue, he just mentions the words, Rash Dad. They moved in the car that day after hearing those words. Couldn't stop the laughs until we hit the home curb. He's more than just a dog. He's part of the family. Life can be so hard, but it's easier when he's with me. Oh, Rashi boy. So much joy. And now we grew up to protect us from the unseen A hundred dead brown snakes and a couple of felonies And when my life fell apart he was my family And that's a memory that I'll take to the grave with me He's more than just a dog He's part of the family Life can be so hard, but it's easier when he's with me. Oh, Rashi boy, so much joy. Oh, Rashi boy. This is the hardest verse that will ever come from my breath Want a real dark love but will never want to confess It was the longest drive that I ever had to take Want the green dream put to sleep my best mate As I held his paw, stared deep into his eyes Choking the tears back and telling them the reasons why a soul like him came in and passed me by To teach the simple truth, love is the meaning of life He's more than just a dog He's part of the family Life can be so hard But it's easier when he's with me Mission Mike.